With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Thursday, uh, June 13th, 2019, and welcome to episode 207 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. As we get said, of course, as always, to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Girolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the human suitcase machine, John Gross, will be here uh momentarily he is running a little bit behind here this evening but uh i will be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today <clears throat> uh so that no sweat about that we have actually a, a, actually a two-parter in our wrestling history here tonight and i will explain that here in just a few moments and i do see someone else is coming in here on the line right now even as we speak uh <clears throat> before i of course we bring him on i'll go ahead and start the intro introduction here he is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and also, of course, a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He's also a heartbreak kid here in our radio network circles. And, of course, if you think about that 60 sitcom Happy Days, ladies and gentlemen, he's, think, of that, think of the one of the central characters with the same nickname that he does that does a little something, I do believe, just like this. He went. Hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made it on the line here as well. We, <clears throat> uh, online here for 207 of Wolfpack. Uh, before we get things underway, let us welcome JD and Fonzie to what should be a howling good time here tonight. Episode 207 of Wolfpack. Yep, sir. Mm-hmm. 
people. Thank you very much, your gentlemen. Tonight, our live video feed here, folks, it's only appropriate for NWO US Forever for Life. Of course, let's look for the look for the uh, banner with the picture of the original three members of the founding fathers of the NWO, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash on it. And it won't be hard. <clears throat> and also, you can check us out by going to Facebook. Check out that live video feed tonight for Wolfpack episode 207 by going to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWO US and the number four life. And if you care to join us through talkshoe.com, the phone number is always is is one six oh five five six two zero four 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 call id one three eight five two one pound and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight which we might have a we might have a couple little tidbits here we bring up here this evening of course in addition to our wrestling news and views of history and birthdays here this evening uh we are kind of hoping to of course take care of a little piece of business uh, and I'm sure, like I said, Fonzie and JD, and even when, when John comes on, I'm sure he is well aware of it as well, about a triple threat match for a certain title. And we'll talk more about that here in just a little while. Hopefully we'll get to hear John here this evening. Then possibly we might be able to get that taken care of for you. So we'll let you know here, of course, folks, if, we will, if we'll be able to handle that here this evening. In the meantime, that's good. Things rocking and rolling. With our wrestling news and views here segment on Wolfpack episode 207. And here to bring it here to us from King Ice is the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. JD, what's going on here in the wrestling news scene this evening? For those of you wondering what the end game is with Shane McMahon being everyone on the roster, Twitter user WrestleVote has some insight into where it could be going. I've asked what the payoff is to this major Shane McMahon push in TV time allotment. No one seems to have a solid answer. One source said he could see, just as speculation here, Shane being the one to defeat Kofi Kingston for the title. That would be something. Speaking of Kofi, however, mind you, he welcomes any challenge that Brock Lesnar or Shane McMahon may have to offer him as champion. He spoke with SI recently for a new interview discussing his trip to Ghana, however, possible matches with Lesnar and Shane, plus more. Here are some of the highlights. On Brock possibly cashing in on Money in the Bank on him, I'm not rolling out Heyman and Brock Howard showing up on SmackDown cashing in. Until Brock cashes in his contract, there's always a target on my back, said Kofi. On a possible match with Shane, I would love to fight Shane, and I would love to get Vince in the ring too. I think it's really cool that Shane is in this role of blocking the authority line of an authoritative figure, but at the same time, it's an active superstar. Shane does some pretty crazy things in the ring, as you can see in every single match that he has, so I'd love to mix it up with him. On Lesnar going after Rollins instead of him, that has been the story of my career. I'm not necessarily believed him, but I would love for him to cash in on his contract on me, putting me in that David versus Goliath role, however. That's something I would welcome. I want to become the best WWE champion of all time, so I would want to go up against the best competition. And Brock is one of the best. Brock's going to have to be up for a fight if he challenges me, but I would welcome it. I'm being able to provide transport representation of people, Kofi said the following. It's important for representation to be prevalent. Well, if someone can look at the screen and see someone that looks like them doing wonderful and amazing things. When I became WWE Champion, that was a chance for me to represent kids, however, who look like me. On his history story transcending racial lines, Kofi said the following. My story is not about race. It has transcended race. 
My story had been on a struggle. Anyone from my background can relate to struggling. Having a conflict, not believing you can accomplish your goal, and people holding you down telling you that you can't do something, I've been in all those positions. I've had the option of quitting or to keep fighting. I want to set the example for everyone, and that doesn't matter about race, however. As long as you're willing to fight to achieve what you want to achieve, I think that's why people are so happy I won at WrestleMania. My story is much bigger than one race. It's a story where people of all ethnic backgrounds can relate, however. That's why I put so much pressure on myself to be the best WWE champion I can be, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, mind you, however, The Rock will be presented this Monday, however, at the MTV 2019 Generation Award, however, at the Movie and Music Awards. Previous recipients include Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, Sandra Bullock, and Tom Cruise. So congratulations, definitely, to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, we understand, however, believe it or not, however, next week, however, there will be more Mid-Atlantic coverage coming to the WWE Network, however, believe it or not, however, mind you. In fact, however, WWE Network News reports that a good number of episodes on the commercial will be added on Monday. Currently, there are episodes up to June 22nd, 85. There is a year worth of episodes ago, with the show having come to an end on June 7, 1986. So it looks like we might get all those stuff on the network, meanwhile. Meanwhile, however, uh, let's see what else is going on here. I did see some other news here. Oh, yes. Here we go. It was reported by some that outlets that Goldberg and Taker got into a verbal fight, however, backstage following their match last Friday. The report was not sourced with any credibility, but it became big enough topic to where Mike Johnson and PW Insider addressed the latest rumor in his Q&A, saying the following, however. I have not heard one person with any legitimacy claim this is being true. In fact, when I asked about the rumor, it was quickly shot down by those who were actually in Saudi Arabia. So I tend to think that story is 100% fiction, however. Goldberg was not in any position to be fighting with anyone after their match. My belief is that he was checked out by W's medical staff, and if there was any interaction after, it was likely Tucker checking on his well-being. Not a fight, as some people think, however. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, NXT is doing, however, a second night of tapings, however, and so far, however, we can tell you so far it's going to be very interesting, as these will be the tapings heading into, however, TakeOver Toronto. In addition to that, Damian Priest, however, will be making his NXT debut next week, believe it or not, however. Uh, I did see some other news, however, so hold on a second, folks, however. Oh, yes. Earlier today, however, Triple H sent a WWE Championship belt to the new Stanley Cup champions, the St. Louis Blues, who last night won against the Boston uh, Bruins 4-1. to Congratulations definitely goes in order, however, mind you, to both teams, however, mind you, on a job well done, however. But the Blues, of course, came through in a big way, however, winning their first Stanley Cup since 1970. Meanwhile, however, in addition to that, however, there's been other rumors going on, however, we'll tell you about that now, here and now, however. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. The Wrestling Observer News Server reports that a match between Laura Sullivan and Matt Hardy, who was originally scheduled for Tuesday, was pulled at the last minute due to a su- injury Sullivan received on Raw. The injury is said to be minor and is expected to be back on the road this weekend. Sullivan, of course, was booked to beat Hardy in that match, however, referring to Matt Hardy. Meanwhile, also on Tuesday, Chad Gable made his debut for the 205 Live Ram by defeating the Mary Poppins wannabe Gentleman Jack Gallagher by countout. However, according to Dave Meltzer, the finish did not go as planned, and the match was not supposed to end on a countout. Gallagher, of course, was unable to get in the ring by countout, however, by the count of 10, and the referee called it a shoot, and it was a shoot. Both Gallagher and Gable were legitimately upset by the finish, according to Meltzer, in the back, however, after the show was over, however. Meanwhile, the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Vince McMahon, Stephanie Hunter, and Kevin Bucktooth Beaver 
D-Bag Dunn reunited the TV tapings in California this week. As for why, however, there were various reasons. Stephanie does not make regular appearances at the tapings anymore of WWE, and she only shows up when she's needed, and she hasn't been lately. Hunter decided to go to Florida for NXT to help get things ready. They are currently in the middle of two days of taping, four hours each day, however, with the first night of taping starting last night and the second tonight, however. Vince had corporate matters to attend to, and Kevin Dunn, of course, does not go to TV when Vince isn't there. As for who was in charge when those four weren't there, Meltzer said that Ed Koski was kind of in control and running around like crazy. No word of all four of them will return to TV this week, however, in Los Angeles, however, Raw will be, however. Meanwhile, however, All Elite Wrestling announced, however, believe it or not, that they have signed another big match for their big show in late August. Kenny Omega will now face the artist known as John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, on August 31st, however, believe it or not, however. Tickets are set to go on sale tomorrow morning, however, at 11 a.m., 12 noon Eastern Standard Time in Chicago at the Sears Center. And finally, however, Game 6 of the NBA Finals is tonight between Toronto and Golden State. The Warriors, of course, are going to be without Kevin Durant, as we've talked about the last couple days, due to an Achilles injury he suffered in Game 5. And as for whether or not he will return this coming later this year or early next year, it's up in the air at this moment. But right now, we can give you an early report that the Raptors are up 3, 33-30 in that game. And in addition to that, tickets have gone like crazy for this last game tonight at the Oracle Center. Tickets were ranging earlier today, however, between $500 to almost ten grand a pop for, these game, for this game. And also, if that's not all, believe it or not, Howard, the, the uh, first round of the U.S. Open is in the books at Pebble Beach in the 100th anniversary of Pebble Beach. The big story of the day was Ricky Fowler, Louis Oosthuizen, along with Sanders Shoffley, who shot 566. Justin Rose, however, is one shot back with two holes with two go. Rory McIlroy, however, is two shots back, while Rose is only one shot back. And we're trying to find out how Tiger Woods and Dustin Johnson did here. And we'll tell you about him here. Dustin Johnson is right now minus one, however. Harris English is even. But, of course, the other stories of the day, however, are, like I said, how Scott Piercy and Aaron Wise, who shot 66 and 67, while Francesco Molinari is two shots back along with their extension, each shooting a 68. Sergio Garcia, meanwhile, Brooks Kepa, the two-time defending champion, along with Hideki Matsuyama, are all tied with uh, three, or only three back each, are, as they all scored a 69. And Jason Day is four back, along with Zach Johnson and Jason Duffner, after each of them shot a 70 in round one today. Yeah, sorry about that, but thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with P.N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They're bringing all the news that fit to print here in the in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Uh, J.D., I don't know how do you check Google for a lot of wrestling news, but apparently I've got a notification here that popped up a little while ago. Apparently coming out of Wrestling Inc., apparently there's a story here about CM Punk stating on if, if he will disappoint his fans if he doesn't go to work for AEW. Yes, there has been talk about that, and uh, there's a report on that on 411 Mania, too. In fact, I'm going to pull that story up while you're doing the birthdays and dates. I will find out that story. I did hear something about that today, and I think right now, however, he is talking about that. However, he was talking about this. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I did see something. Yeah, here it is. 
This is from Jeremy Lambert from For Love Me. I'll tell you about it real quick. With AEW all taking out place in Chicago, Pelion fans believe that CM Punk will be making an appearance. Speculation ran wild that he would show up at all in last year, but the event came without, without an appearance by Punk. Basically, any time AEW holds an event, whether it be in Chicago or Vegas, people will believe that Punk will show up. But if you believe the source himself, he will continue to disappoint those who get their hopes up. Punk has never been advertised or promoted for an AEW event. That would be interesting, though, if all of a sudden he surprised the heck out of everybody. So we'll have to wait and see what all happens with that. But indeed, thank you very much, here, JD. I'll update that. We thank you very much. Now, let's see. In the works, human suplex machine, John Gross has not yet arrived. So I'll be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today, June the 13th. And, folks, we have a two-parter in our history here tonight. And I'll explain here what that is, of course, here in just a few moments. But first off, let's go ahead. <clears throat> Let's go on with, of course, uh, the big history lineup right here. First off, 79 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let's see. Forgive me here, folks. We're just, I'm just doing some, see. Uh, that looks like it would be about. Uh, I want to say that's. Let me see. I want to say that's. I want to say that's. Let's see. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me do my math here. What's that? All? I, I, I'm good at math. You know, I'm good at math. I'll help you. What do you mean? Subtract so 79 from 2019. Uh, that was uh, 40 years ago. So that. No, 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 70, no, well, 79 19. years ago. 2019 minus 79, J.D. Oh, that would be, uh, hold on, please, in a minute. I'm thinking 1940. Yeah, 1940. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you very much, J.D. Okay, uh, on this date, 1940, ladies and gentlemen, 79 years ago, in Kansas City, Missouri, Orville Brown defeated Bobby Brown. <laughs> the Kansas City version of the Midwest Wrestling Association World Heavyweight title. It would be the first of 11 times he won the championship over the next nine years. In 1948, Brown would be recognized as the first ever champion of the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, let's see. 37 years ago today, which was put it at 1982, Peter Fanine Anderson, known later as Fanine Lefi Pita Mayavia, known to wrestling fans as High Chief Peter Maivia, sadly died of cancer in Hawaii. He was only 45 years old. Maivia, of course, was the maternal grandfather of Dwayne DeRock Johnson and is a member of the famed Anoa'i family. Maivia has a small role in the 1967 James Bond movie, You Only Live Twice. He also served as an uncredited stunt coordinator. In 2008, Maivia was posthumously inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame by his grandson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. 29 years ago today, put it at 1990, WCW presented NWA Clash of the Champions 11 Coastal Crush on the McAllister Fieldhouse on the campus of the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina. Here are the matches that took place here. The Southern Boys, Steve Armstrong and Tracy Smothers, defeated the Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin. Tommy Rich defeated Bam Bam Bigelow with Sir Oliver Humperdinck in his corner via DQ. Tom Zink and Mike Rotunda defeated Fatu and the Samoan Savage. Mean Mark Callis, of course, we all know as The Undertaker, 
defeated Brian Pullman. The Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Martin and Robert Gibson defeated the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane via DQ in an NWA United States Tag Team title match. Barry Wyndham defeated Doug Furness. Lex Luger defeated Sid Vicious. Doom, Ron Simmons and Butch Reed defeated Rick and Scott Steiner to retain the NWA World Tag Team titles. Paul Orndorff defeated NWA World TV champion Arn Anderson in a non-title match. And the Junkyard Dog defeated Rick Flair via DQ in an NWA World Heavyweight title match. 27 years ago today, which was also put in 1992, the World Bodybuilding Federation presented the second WBF championship from the Long Beach Convention and Entertainment Center in Long Beach, California. Lou Ferrigno, best known for playing comic book superhero The Incredible Hulk in the TV series of the same name, was able to take part in the event, but a deal between the WBF and Ferrigno fell through. Then former wrestler Lex Luger was scheduled to take part as well, but he couldn't do it to a motorcycle accident. Not helping the show either was to show stringent drug testing. Two important notes. There was no drug testing prior to the 1991 WBF championship, which was a hook to get their roster of 13 bodybuilders on board. And Vince McMahon was under investigation on steroid distribution charges he would be indicted on a few months later. Leading to nearly everyone on the show looking at the first appearance a year prior. Just 3,000 homes bought the event. In fact, the buy rate for the event was so low that most cable outlets considered it to be zero. It was the lowest grossing event in pay-per-view history at that time. For the record, Gary Stridham won the event for the second straight year, with Jim Quinn finishing second, Aaron Baker finishing third, and David Durth and Barry DeMay rounding out the top five. Just a month after the competition, Mr. Man folded the World Bodybuilding Federation with $15 million in losses posted. 26 years ago today, which was put it at 1993, WWF presented King of the Ring from the Nutter Center in Dayton, Ohio. It was actually the seventh King of the Ring tournament, but the first on pay-per-view. Of course, you know the tournament dates back to 1985. It's also the first new pay-per-view for the WWF since the 1989 Royal Rumble. About 6,500 were in attendance with 284,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, though some estimates have it at only 245,000 buys. The show's hook was, of course, the bulk of the King of the Ring tournament, where the quarterfinals, semifinals, and finals would take place. In a pre-show dark match, Papa Shango defeated Owen Hart to retain the USWA United Unified World Heavyweight title. Here are the King of the Ring quarterfinals. Bret Hart defeated Razor Ramon. Mr. Perfect defeated Mr. Hughes. Bam Bam Bigelow defeated Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And Tatanka fought Lex Luger to a 15-minute time limit draw. As a result, both men were eliminated. The King of the Ring semifinals, Bret Hart defeated Mr. Perfect, and Bam Bam Bigelow received a bye into the finals with Tatanka and Lex Luger's time limit draw double elimination. And the King of the Ring final, Bret Hart defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to win the King of the Ring tournament. Here are the non-tournament bouts in order of occurrence. Yokozuna defeated Hulk Hogan to win the WWF title. The bout was Hogan's first with the company since winning the WWF title at WrestleMania 9 and his last on television. The feud continued on the house show circuit through August, and Hogan and Jimmy Hart set out the remainder of their contracts. It wouldn't be until a year later that Hogan returned to the ring in the United States, but this time for WCW. The Smoking Guns, Billy and Bart, and the Steiners, Rick and Scott, defeated the Head Shrinkers, 
Samuel Fatu and Money Inc., Ted DiBiase and IRS, and Shawn Michaels defeated Crush to retain the Intercontinental title. 20 years ago today, we put it at 1999, WCW presented the Great American Bash from the Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. 11,672 were in attendance with 185,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's now from 290,000 homes from the 1998 event. The event is noted for the return of Sid Vicious. He was last seen in WCW in 1992 when he was fired after stabbing Arn Anderson several times with safety scissors in a hotel in England. Here are the matches that took place here. Hack defeated Brian Nobbs in a hardcore match. Buff Bagwell defeated Disco Inferno. No Limit Soldiers, Conan and Rey Mysterio Jr. defeated the West Texas Rednecks of Kurt Henning and Bobby Duncan Jr. Ernest Miller defeated Horace Hogan. Ric Flair defeated Roddy Piper by DQ. With, with a somewhat ill-gotten win, <clears throat> Buff Bagwell interfered and cost Piper the match. Flair became the president of WCW. Rick Steiner defeated Sting in a false count anywhere mark to retain WCW World TV title. The honest goodness ending, Sting was attacked by dogs, and the referee stopped the match. Hmm, okay. The Jersey Triad, DDP and Canyon, defeated Chris Benoit and Perry Saturn to win the WCW World Tag Team titles. And Kevin Nash defeated Randy Savage by DQ to retain the WCW World Heavyweight title. <clears throat> Uh, 19 years year 2000, Mitsuharu Masawa resigns from his post as president of All Japan Pro Wrestling, effective immediately. The announcement comes after Masawa handed in his formal resignation on May 28th after he was voted out of his position as company president by a majority vote of All Japan's executive board members. For all intents and purposes, this had been a long time coming as Masawa had been at odds with Motoko Baba the widow of All Japan founder Giant Baba. Since Misawa became company president after Giant Baba's death in January 1999, the two have been at odds over money, booking, and this is exactly how much power Misawa had in the company. In response to Misawa's resignation, which was kept quiet both because All Japan was running a tour at the time and out of respect for the death of Jumbo Saruda, who, who, <clears throat> who of course, a month prior, uh, of course, board members Yoshihiro Mamota, Akira Taui, Kenshi Oyagi, who was a representative for Nippon TV, All Japan's TV partner, and Kita Kobayashi, who was also All Japan's Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion, all handed in resignations and followed him out of the company to join Masawa's new promotion. In the week that followed, 26 of the 30 contracted performers, only Masanobu Fuki, Toshiaki Kawada, Stan Hansen and Manawakea Mossman stayed, as well as All Japan's entire front office staff joined Masawa's new project. That project would be Pro Wrestling Noah, inspired by the three four years. Uh, Fonzie. In addition to Masawa cleaning house, his new promotion took All Japan's TV time slot, ending NTV's 27 year relationship with All Japan Pro Wrestling because NTV had the only other stake in All Japan. 15% to Motoko Baba's 85%. They could prevent All Japan from going to another network. A portion of All Japan's final broadcast included portions of the press conference launching Pro Wrestling NOAA. The max e e excess was a crippling blow to the promotion, but All Japan would recover 
followed a cross promotion with New Japan Pro Wrestling in January 2002. Keji Muda, best known to many as the Great Muda, joined All Japan. That September, he would become the company's president and majority shareholder. In November 2012, IT company Speed Partners bought out Muda's shares for 200 million Japanese yen, which was about 2.4 million US dollars at the time. In May 2013, Nobu, no, no, that's how I can pronounce it, sorry about that, Shiraishi became All Japan's president. Even though it was speculated that Muto would return to his post, Muto resigned and a third company-wide exodus followed. The first came in 1990 when Tenru led an exodus to Super Bowl Let me call right back. Okay, J.D. In July 2014, June became the promotion's new president with Motoko Obama returning in September 2015 as a consultant. Late last year, late, <clears throat> late uh, 2017, late 2016, I should say, the promotion signed a TV deal with Japanese satellite channel BS11 to broadcast a monthly highlight magazine show. They, they also aired their events through Gaoya Fighting TV Samurai, a streaming video service, Nico Nico Duga. Uh, Fifteen years ago today, we put it at 2004, WWE presented Bad Blood to the nationwide arena in Columbus, Ohio. About 9,000 were in attendance with 290,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In a pre-show dark match, Batista defeated Maven. Chris Benoit and Edge defeated La Resistance, Grenier and Conway by DQ in a world tag team excuse me, title match. Chris Jericho defeated Tyson Tonko. Randy Orton defeated Shelton Benjamin to retain the Intercontinental title. Trish Stratus defeated Victoria, Lita, and Gail Kim in a fatal four-way match to win the women's title. Eugene defeated Jonathan Coachman. Chris Benoit defeated Kane to retain the world heavyweight title. Triple H defeated Shawn Michaels in a Hell in a Cell match at 47 minutes and 33 seconds. It's the longest Hell in a Cell match in WWE history. The record still stands as of 2017. Uh, 13 years ago today, put it at 2006, WWE, WWE presented the first episode of the rebooted ECW from the Sovereign Bank Arena in Trenton, New Jersey. In the opening segment, RVD was presented with the WCW title, making him a Triple Crown champion for that promotion, as he had won the tag team and TV titles in the original ECW, making him the first ECW champion since the promotion shut down in 2001. As he was a WWE champion as well, he became the first and only man to hold two world titles at once in the brand extension era. Also on the show, 19-year-old Barbie Blank made her debut as exhibitionist Kelly Kelly, for Kelly's expose. And oh, by the way, there was a wrestling show there too. And here are the matches that took place. The Sandman defeated the zombie in just 17 seconds. I'm not kidding. Kurt Angle defeated Just Incredible by submission. Sabu last eliminated the big show to win a 10-man extreme battle royal for a match with John Cena at Vengeance for the WWE title. Other participants were Al Snow, Danny Doring, Stevie Richards, Rogue Kill, Balls Mahoney, Tommy Dreamer. Tony Mamaluke, Little Guido, Big Guido, and Big Show, who had all the eliminations in the match, but the winning one. Uh, let's see. 11 years ago today, we put it at 2008. <clears throat> Triple A presented Triple Mania. Let's see. 16. Palacia de los Deportes in Mexico City. The Black Family, Dark Cuero, Dark Escora, Dark Oz, 
and Dark Espiritu defeated Real Freza Ariera, who was Aerostar, El Angel, and Superfly in a four-on-three handicap Lucha Libre rules match. Alan Stone, Octagon, and Brazo de Plata defeated Los Vipers Revolution, Black Abyss, Psychosis 2, and Hysteria. The Mexican Powers, Crazy Boy, Ultimo Gladiador, and Ricky Marvin, not Marvin, Marvin, defeated La Legion Extrahera, who was Brian Danielson, of course, Daniel Bryan, Jack Evans, and Teddy Hart, and La Familia de Tijuana, Extreme Tiger, Halloween, and TJ Extreme in a three-way elimination tag team match. Fabi Apache defeated Mario Apache 2-1 to one in a best-of-three falls hair versus hair match. With the loss, Mary was to have her head shaved, but Grand Apache sacrificed his own hair instead. Vampiro and El Messias fought to a draw when both men were deemed unable to continue. La Legion Extranjera, who was Bobby Lashley, Electroshock, and Kenzo Suzuki, defeated Chessman, La Parca, and Silver King. And Cibernetico defeated El Zorro to retain the AAA World Heavyweight title. Ten years ago today, 2009, AAA presented Triple Mania 17 from the same place as the last one, Palacio de los Deportes in Mexico City. Here are the matches that took place here. And this is going to be a mouthful here, folks. <laughs> in a dark match, Los Psycho Circus, Psycho Clown, Killer Clown, and Zombie Clown defeated Real Reza Ariera, who was the Laredo Kid, Superfly, and Aerostar. Billy Boy, Sexy, sexy Star, Pablo de Estrellas, and Mini Abismo Negro defeated El Ilagaido. Fabi Apache, Pimpinella Escalada, and Octagon Cedo. Charlie Manson and Rocky Romero defeated El Zorro, Dark Oz, and Dark Scoria. As a result of the loss, El Zorro was caned 10 times with a Singapore cane. Ooh, you remember that back in ECW? They did that all the time. Uh, Extreme Tiger defeated Alex Kozlov, Crazy Boy, and Alan Stone in an elimination hardcore match to win the AAA Cruiserweight title. La Hermandad187, who was Nico El Millionario and Joe Leiter, defeated Latin Lover and Marco Colleone to retain a AAA World Tag title. Dr. Wagner Jr. defeated El Matias to win the AAA World Heavyweight title. And uh, Team AAA, who was El Hijo de Santo, La Parca, Vampiro, Octagon, and Jack Evans, defeated La Legion Estranjara, through a Silver King, Chessman, Kenzo Suzuki, Electroshock, and Teddy Hart in a steel cage match with the win. Joaquin Rodon regained control of AAA. Take it easy, Fonz. Uh, Team of the Day 2009, Ring of Honor presented Manhattan Mayhem 3 from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. The show began, this is something we're going to talk about here in a minute. The show began with a 10-bell salute to the late Mitsuhara Masawa, who died earlier that day. Here are the matches that took place here. The Young Bucks, Matt Nick Jackson, defeated Kenny King and Rhett Titus. Necro Butcher defeated Jimmy Ray. Roderick Strong defeated Sanjay Dutt. Jimmy Jacobs defeated Tyler Brown, who I believe was Seth Rollins. 
in a first blood match in just 11 seconds. Cole Cabana defeated Brian Danielson, Claudio Casaganoa, who was who is now Cesaro, and D'Lo Brown in a four-corner spot. The American Wolves, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, defeated El Generico, who I think is now Sami Zayn, and Kevin Steen, who is, of course, now Kevin Owens, in a submission match to retain the ROH World Tag Team titles. Jay Briscoe defeated Little Guido Mariato. Austin Aries defeated Jerry Lynn and Tyler Black in a three-way dance to win the ROH World title. Nigel McGinnis was a special enforcer. The win made Aries the first man to win the ROH World title for Nine years ago today, we put it at 2010, TNA presented Slammiversary 8 in the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. This was the first Slammiversary since 2006 to take place in the Impact Zone and the first ever to not feature a King of the Mountain match. Here are the matches that took place here. Kurt Angle defeated Kazarian. Douglas Williams defeated Brian Kendrick to retain the TNA X Division title. Mass and Rain defeated Roxy in a title versus career match to retain a TNA knockouts title. The loss by Roxy banishes her from TNA. Jesse Neal defeated Brother Ray. Matt Morgan defeated Hernandez by DQ. Abyss defeated Desmond Wolf in a Monsters Ball match. Jay Lethal defeated AJ Styles. The, 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 the Enigmatic A-Holes, I'm not going to say the whole word, who was, of course, Jeff Hardy and Ken Anderson, Defeated Beer Money, James Storm, and Robert Roode. And also RVD <clears throat> and R- RVD defeated Sting to retain the world DNA World Heavyweight title. Today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been the 68th birthday of AAA founder Antonio Hipolito Pena Parada. Born in Mexico City, Pena grew up in a wrestling family watching his uncle Panzoya. Compete as El Spectro in the 1950s and 60s. I had to train under train under his uncle, uh, also Rojas, Isaias Rodriguez, and Tono Hernandez. He began his wrestling career as El Dino in 1974. Eventually, with his father's blessing, Antonio would take on his uh, uncle's persona and began wrestling as, as uh, began wrestling as El Spectro Jr. His superior technique and psychological tactics would make him one of the top rudos in Mexico in the 1970s challenging for the welterweight and middleweight championships. In 1980, he took a risk and radically changed his persona again, wrestling as Chaos, which is spelled K-A-H-O-Z, a sinister Rudo who would invoke dark spirits. He carried live pigeons to the ring and would release them towards his opponent during matches and smear the blood of a pigeon on himself. Of course, it was not really. The blood was fake, and he, he really didn't rip the pigeon's heads off. Though Pena would never win a title as Chaos, he was one of the most sought-after wrestlers in all of Mexico. And I do believe we do have the Iceman coming back on here right now. Uh, JD, welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> he gave up, gave up the gimmick in 1985 as El Spectro de Ultratumba, who is when, in Spanish is the ghost from beyond the grave, and passed on his Chaos gimmick. Pena would eventually pass on the El Spectro de Ultratumba in 1986 to his cousin, Eventually retired from full-time competition. He attempted comebacks in 1994. All right. Jeez. Okay. 
and of course I'll get JD in here in just a minute. Uh, <laughs> very, uh, uh, very, thank you for thank you for being back with us, JD. Penny always had a mind for gimmicks, storylines, and booking. So when he retired, he was hired by Mexican promotion EMLL to work in public relations. Eventually, he would begin writing storylines for the company, and Pena and Juan Herrera would combine to make EMLL the top Mexican promotion in the late 1980s. The promotion would break away from the NWA in 1989 and rebranded themselves as CMLL. Following the rebranding, Herrera was up to 5351. Following the rebranding, Herrera and Pena would clash over who to spotlight. Herrera favored the heavyweights, while Pena wanted to go with younger and faster, and sometimes a smaller and uh, literally sometimes smaller competitors. In the end, Herrera's philosophy won, and Pena started a booking agency for the te- Televisión-owned AAA promotion in 1992. Quickly, the promotion flourished with the young talent, including Ray Jr., Psychosis, Conan, and Los Pringos Locos. New company called on so quickly, the Universal Wrestling Association and other wrestling promotions went out of business. At their peak in the mid 1990s, their first Triple Mania, they considered Mexico's equivalent of WrestleMania, drew over 48,000 fans at the time, a record in Mexico for a wrestling event. Kenya's Triple A co promotion when Worlds Collide in WCW had a, and I have to wait a minute here that I can't, I can't do it with that sound. Uh, um, and had a TV show in the United States in August 1994. The foundation of the company's roster fell apart not long after the event. Of course, Art Barr passed away, and his stablemates in Los Gringos Locos, Eddie Guerrero, and Madonna's boyfriend, of course, left the company. Top stars included Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, La Parca, and Juventus Guerrero, among others, would leave for WCW, and a downturn in the Mexican economy caused other stars to follow. Pena was AAA's Vince McMahon, meaning he had the final say on, on all matters in the company. His shocking passing left a void in the company, though his brother-in-law and son had tried to fill it. Several promotions paid tribute to Pena following his death. Today, AAA holds memorial events. As of 2017, AAA holds memorial events every year around this the time, this time of, course of his death, usually around October, highlighted by the Copa Antonio Pena or the Antonio Pena Cup tournament. The tournament, the highlight of the heroes immortalis or the immortal heroes events. Today is also a happy 76th birthday for Otto Wands. The Austrian-born Wands was the creator of the Catch Wrestling Association, a promotion that mixed mat wrestling with strongman competitions and was at the height of its popularity, one of the top wrestling promotions in Europe. While his biggest success came in the promotion he founded, he won the CWA World Title four times. He also got the New Japan Cup for the uh, and for the AWA in the early 1980s. Okay. 1982, Wands ended Nick Bockwinkel's 15-month run as AWA World Champion. A rumor persists that Wands paid Ganya off to get the title run. The rumor has never been formally confirmed. In the late 1980s, Wands would have a long rivalry with full power who's going with great success as Big Van Vader. Wands is on the short list of people who had body slammed both Andre the Giant and Yokozuna. After retiring in 1990, Otto focused on promoting the CWA into its closure in 1999. As of, as of 2017, he is organizing strongman competitions in his native of Austria. 
So happy happy birthday, of course, to the late Antonio Pena, and also happy birthday to the legendary Michael Wands. Okay. And now we have another special uh, part of our history here we need to talk about here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, a very somber moment here. But, of course, this one right here has got its own. Of course, it's talking, got its own little uh, little uh, page right here. We're going to talk about it. Uh, let me see. Let me pull that up here. Ten years ago today, we put it at 2009. Uh, Piracal legend and pro wrestling Noah founder, Mitsuhara Masawa, died of heart failure during a match in Hiroshima, Japan. He was only... 46 years old. Born June 18, 1962 in Yuban, Hokkaido, Japan. Mrs. Misawa was a fan of the wrestling of wrestling growing up, especially all Japan pro wrestling. He dropped out of school to begin his training at an early age, but a chance encounter with Jumbo Saruda convinced Mrs. Misawa to go back and at least complete his high school education. Very little else is known about Misawa's personal life. Fellow wrestlers who had known him for decades didn't even know that he had children or that he was married. Uh, let's see. After placing fifth in the 1980 Freestyle World Championship as an amateur, Masala turned pro. He trained under Dick the Destroyer Buyer, Giant Baba, and Dory Funk Jr. He made his professional wrestling debut for All Japan in August 1981. He also spent some time training under La Fiera and EMLL in Mexico. In August 1984, he succeeded Satoru Sayama as the legendary Tiger Mask. He would wrestle under the mask for most of the next five and a half years, save for about a nine-month period where he was sidelined with a knee injury. During that time, Masawa transitioned to the heavyweight division after spending the first five years of his career as a junior heavyweight. In April 1990, he fought future WWF champion Bret Hart to a time in the draw at a WWF New Japan All Japan Super Show in the Tokyo Dome. Later that month, Tenru abruptly departed all Japan. Giant Baba, realizing he needed a new ace for the company, turned to Misawa. He voluntarily unmasked during a tag team match in May 1990. Less than a month later, Misawa upset Jumbo Saruda at Nippon Budokan. Now a bona fide main eventer and threat to the all Japan Triple Crown, he took on Stan Hansen for the championship in July, but it was a losing effort. Later in the year, he teamed with Toshiaki Kawada and finished third in the World's Strongest Tag Determination League. They finished four points behind the Miracle Violence Connection, who was the late Terry Gordy and the late Steve Williams. In July 1991, Kawada and Masawa would win the tag titles from the MVC in July 1991. In a historic title defense that September, Masawa submitted Saruta to retain the tag titles after chasing the All Japan Triple Crown for two years. He finally won in August 1992 from Hansen. He would win the championship five times over the next seven years. The first reign lasted nearly two years. Masawa would go on to become the face of All Japan Pro Wrestling in the 1990s. In addition to the five, excuse me, All Japan Triple Crown Heavyweight titles, he would win nine tag team titles with five different partners, two champion carnivals, 1995 and 1998, and win the World's Strongest Tag Determination League four years in a row between 92 and 95. In addition, he would have 24 five-star rated matches by Russell Observer Newsletter. He also had one back in 1985, more than anyone in history, and would be a member of that publication's inaugural Hall of Fame class in 1996. Following the death of All Japan head booker and founder Giant Bob in 1999, Masawa inherited the position of president of the company, 
After clashing with widow Motoko Baba and his subsequent removal by a board of executives, Misawa shocked the wrestling world by leaving all Japan in May 2000. He took nearly everyone with him, with 23 of the other 27 members of the roster leaving as well. Misawa formed pro wrestling Noah, inspired by the biblical story of Noah's Ark. He would return to All Japan just twice, both times occurring in 2004. Masawa would go on to win three global honored crown heavyweight titles. The last reign lasting about 15 months. He would also have one more five-star rated match by Wrestling Observer Newsletter, bringing his total to 26. Masawa maintained a full-time schedule until his death during a tag team title match with Joe Goshiozaki against GHC Tag Champions. Atoshi Saido and Bison Smith on June 13, 2009. Osawa lost consciousness following, following a belly-to-back suplex. He was taken to a hospital where he was pronounced, sadly, he was pronounced dead. The cause of death, as, out, as outlined in the official police report, was a spinal cord injury that caused cardiac arrest. The official cause of death is not known due to Osawa's family invoking a law that prohibits disclosing, disclosing such cause. Following his passing, tributes came from across the wrestling world, including the Ring of Honor, AAA, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Noah, which holds a tribute show every year around the date of his passing. And wrestling Yoshitatsu and Kaido Kiyoyama will adopt many of his forearm strikes into his moveset, though there was a private service uh, for Masawa. At the time of his passing, Masawa was survived by his wife, Maya Yumi, who is now pro wrestling Noah's majority shareholder, his daughter, Kaid, and an older brother. Uh, a partial list, list of accomplishments for Mr. Howard Masawa. This is very interesting. Five-time All-Japan Pro Wrestling Triple Crown Heavyweight Champion, six-time AJPW World Tag Team Champion, Windy as hell. Holy uh, heck. Be, be, be careful of the sound. Oh, it's windy uh, as hell out here. <laughs> yeah, I know, but we'll, we'll just try to keep it turned down. NWA International Junior Heavyweight Champion, two-time champion carnival winner, 95 and 98, four-time World Strongest Tag League between 1992 and 1995, Three-time pro wrestling Noah GHC heavyweight champion, two-time GHC tag team champion, 2009 global tag league winner of Tokyo Sports. He earned 1982 Rookie of the Year, two-time Fighting Spirit winner in 1985 and 1990, 1997 Performance Award, 2007 Wrestler of the Year, three-time Tag Team of the Year, 1991 with Toshiaki Kawada. 93-94 with Kenta Kobayashi, five-time Match of the Year winner, 1995, 97, 98, 2003, 2007. From Wrestling Observer Newsletter, 25 five-star matches, one six-star rated match versus Kawada on June 3rd, 1994. Three-time Wrestler of the Year, 95-97-99. Two-time Most Outstanding Wrestler, 97-99. Most Underrated Wrestler of 1988- Two-time Best Flying Wrestler, 85 and 86. Two-time Feud of the Year winner, 90 and 91, both with Jumbo Saruta. Five-time Match of the Year winner, 85, 96, 98, 99, 2003. Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame Class of 1996. 
the June 22nd and July 1st, 2009 edition of the Breast Observer news, Newsletter's feature story was on the passing of Mitsu Haru Misawa. Of course, as you have this, there's a link on this page where I'm reading this on if you want to read the full story. Here's a portion of the story uh, from the June 22nd issue. Let me go ahead and read this right here. On the last night of his life, Misawa and Shiozaki, coming off their tournament win, were to challenge Bison Smith and Atoshi Saido for the GHT tag team titles. Masawa's neck was bothering him during the match, so it must have worsened the damage he's had for years at a show over the previous weeks. He had believed he suffered a shoulder injury earlier in the tour. He was having a hard time because this was a, this was a title match, which meant you had to work at that level. After Shiozaki worked most of the way, Masawa made made the hot tag on both guys, mostly throwing his standing elbows to Smith for getting cut off. Smith delivered an iron claw slam, one of his finishers, but Misawa kicked out. Smith tagged to Saido. Saido did a series of moves, one of which was to be a back suplex. It was described as a, as a seven when it came to the degree of danger of a one to ten scale, but his head did not hit the mat. Misawa just laid there. He immediately told Rev. Sajuchi Nishinaga, I can't move, and then he passed out. Nishinaga immediately stopped the match at the 27-minute, three-second mark at about 8.45 p.m. At first, the crowd didn't quite understand what they were seeing, so Japanese pro wrestling is not regulated. It was not as there, as would be the case if it was a New Japan show, a doctor at the show. Misasawa was not, wasn't moving, but to the fans, they had seen people sell that all the time. Had seen plenty of spectacular knockouts and televised kickboxing and MMA matches. The first time a big problem was when over the microphone they asked if there was a doctor in the arena. There was a local doctor who was a spectator and came to the ring and saw there was no pulse and tried to perform CPR. He used automated external defibrillator pads to try and shock Misawa's heart into beating without success. Very quickly, all the wrestlers came to the ring and were all stunned and very nervous. A lot of women in the crowd were crying, and there were chants of his name. Some of the wrestlers in the panic were screaming his name as well, begging for him to hear them and for him to respond. Fans watched and soon sensed the panic as Masawa started turning purple. EMTs arrived and worked on him for a long time, trying without success. This scene of them working on him aired on a number of national news and sportcasts over the weekend. He was rushed to Hiroshima College Hospital. Saido went to the hospital to stand by his side. Morishima was told to stay at the arena and address the crowd, as most of them had stayed, waiting on word on what they had just seen. Morishima told the fans that Misawa was at the hospital and his condition was critical, but said, we don't know anything new. He said, somberly, thank you for caring. Misawa was pronounced dead at the hospital at 10, 10 p.m. In the history of pro wrestling, there have been probably 100 or more deaths, either in the ring or in the hospital shortly thereafter, from circumstances related to a match. But of course, with all due respect to Owen Hart, our original legend like Ray Gunkel, none of those people were near Masawa's level of stature. The belief was that he died in the ring, but they publicly announced that he died at the hospital so those in the arena wouldn't think that he just died in front of them. And because you're probably curious, here's, here's the complete list of five-star matches that Masawa had. And there's a lot of them here. That I, listen to this very, very carefully here, guys. Number one from 1985 versus Kuniaki Kobayashi on March 9th versus Jomo Saruda on June 8th, 1990 with to Toshiaki Kawada versus Saruda and Akira Kayu on September 30th, 1990 with 
teaming with Toshiaki Kawada and Kenta Kobayashi against Saruta, Tawi, and Masanobu Fuki on the October 19th, 1990. Toshiaki teaming up with Toshiaki Kawada again and Kenta Kobayashi versus the same three gentlemen I just now mentioned before on April 20th, 1991. Uh, also teaming up with uh, Kobayashi and Kawada versus the same, the same three gentlemen again uh, on May 22nd, 1992, with uh, Kenta Kobayashi and Jun Akiyama versus Toshiaki Kawada, Tau, and Yoshinari Okawa on July 2nd, 1993, with Kenta Kobayashi versus Akira Tau and Toshiaki Kawada on December 3rd, 1993, uh, with Kenta Kobayashi and Giant Baba versus Fuki, Kawada, and Tau. That's how you pronounce that name. On January 29th, 1994, uh, with Kenta Kobayashi versus Tau and Kawada on May 21st, 1994, with once again Kobayashi versus Akira Tau and Kawada on January 21st, 1995, once again team that was Kobayashi versus Steve Williams and Johnny Ace. Of course, we know Johnny Ace now is John Laurinaitis on March 4th, 1995, versus Akira Tau on April 15th, 1995. Team up with Kobayashi again versus Tau and Kawada on June 9th, 1995. This is a list. This is a good list here, guys. Uh, with Kenta teaming up once again with Kobayashi and Satu Asako versus Kawada, Tau, and Taman Honda on June 30th, 1995. Teaming up with Akiyama versus Kawada and Tau on May 23rd, 1996. Once again, we teamed up with Akiyama versus Steve Williams and Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace on June 7, 1996. Teaming up with Akiyama again versus Kawada and Akira Tau on December 6, 1996. One-on-one versus Kenta Kobayashi on January 20, 1997. On June 6, 1997 versus Toshiaki Kawada. On December 5, 1997, teaming up with Akiyama versus Kawada and Tau. Uh, going one on one with Kenta Kobayashi on October 31st, 1999, a match versus Kenta Kobayashi. Uh, versus, uh, team that was Yoshinari Ogawa versus Kobayashi and Jun Akiyama on October 23rd, 1999. And one on one with Kenta Kobayashi on March 1st, 2003. And the one six star match that he had was versus Kawada on June 3rd. 1994. So, folks, a lot of big time history here. Of course, on 10 years ago today, we lost, of course, a great legend in Mitsuhara Masala. So, there you have it, there, folks, with our wrestling history and birthdays here for tonight. And JD, we thank you very much, sir, sir for the wrestling news and views here for this evening. Let's bring you this one more time here, folks. 1605 562 0444. Call ID 138 this is episode 207 of NWO Wolfpack for Thursday, June 13th, 2019. Mr. De- Mr. WS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, and, <clears throat> and the, um, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, here with you here tonight. Um, uh, we still have not heard from the human suplex machine, John Gross. I know we are, we are scheduled to... Uh, um, I know we are scheduled to, of course, have a uh, um, um, a triple threat match for the 24/7 title. 
Uh, so at this time, folks, we have not heard anything at all from. Uh, I think he said he was going we have to not heard anything tonight, too. Oh, yeah, he told me that he was going to be a little bit late. If he's late, that's okay. I mean, maybe his balls are dropping, too. Uh, probably isn't. Of course, maybe his bat's not that hard. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, but of course, like I said, if we don't get to hear from John tonight, then um, you may have to wait till possibly next week to probably do this match. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we'll, we're, we will definitely uh, do our best to. Uh, we will definitely, of course, like I said, work our very, do our very, very best here to get this match taken care of. Uh, so. So, Fonzie, I do mention to you, sir, I do apologize. I know you how much you want to do this match. But, of course, like I said, if we haven't heard anything from John here soon, then we may have to, like I said, wait well, until... Why don't we do in the meantime? Uh, well, I mean, if you have, if you have, a, if you have an, an idea... Well, I mean, one thing we haven't heard from, I mean, Fonzie didn't give us his thoughts about SmackDown. Well, you know, and also, that's right. Yeah, Fonzie, the matches, the, the other five matches from Super Showdown as well. We need to hear from you from about that and also about. Wait a Oh, boy. But, okay, I think John is probably going to be coming on, but I want to get Fonzie's opinions about that first. That's a good point, JJ. Let's, that, let's do that first. Fonzie, we'll go through this pretty quickly here, bud, if you're game. Let's go ahead and do this right fast. Uh, I know you're probably wanting to hear, you're probably wanting to. Give us your take here on the other five matches from Super Showdown and also about SmackDown Tuesday night. Uh, let's start with Super Showdown here, Fonz. Uh, the first one here, we'll talk about Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. Got any thoughts about this match? Um, not really, but it was okay, but. We have to see these two again, but I guess we have to, so right. I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, Fonzie, the next one here we'll talk about uh, the WWE title match, Kofi Kingston defending against Dolph Ziggler. This was a good match. Could have got a little bit longer, but yeah, it was good. Okay. Uh, next one here, the Universal Title match. Of course, Seth Rollins defending against Baron Corbin, and of course, the after, of course what took place after the match. Yeah, uh, this was uh, very good match and uh Seth Rollins got his revenge on Brock Lesnar um with a steel chair. So we haven't heard from him since then, so we'll see what happens on Monday night. So. Okay. Very good point there. And uh Fonzie the next one here of course the three on one handicap match, Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party. Oh, jeez, God. No quite, no comment on this. Okay, all right. 
And the last one here, the tag match here, the Usos versus the Revival. Of course, the Usos getting the win over the Revival in this. Yep. The Usos beat Revival, then Revival came a champion. Uh, that was a good. Uh, let's see if they can defend their titles. So, we'll okay. see. All right. All right, Fonzie, thank you for that. We got that part now. Let's go ahead and let me ask you right fast. Any comment you'd like to make about what happened on Tuesday night on SmackDown? No. No comment. No comment. Okie doke, then. All right. Of course, a lot of people probably probably are in the same boat you are. They probably, uh, they probably agree with you 110%. <clears throat> so... Thank you very much there, Fonz. We've got everybody's in there now. I'm sure we'll hopefully we'll hear a little bit more tomorrow, of course, on Revolution, of course, with, of course, two, from, uh, two more folks here. Uh, <clears throat> hopefully we'll have both the Black Widow and the Friday Night Delight on. As we're also scheduled tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, to have a NJPWS Bullet Club Championship match with the Black Widow defending against Danny from Oak Park. So that ought to be a pretty good one there. Indeed. Okay. Uh, I do see now on the line on the chat box here, Fonzie, you might be in luck here tonight, my man. You might be in luck here tonight because <clears throat> uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, is now on here with us here tonight. Uh, uh, John, yeah, you can do the match. You can do the match here on the chat box. He wants to do it on the chat box, guys. So I said we will do it on the chat box here. And we're not going to worry about music. Don't worry about that tonight. All we're just going to do, we're just going to go sweet. Because John's phone says says his phone needs to charge. So I said, okay, John, that's that's okay. So Fonzie, JD, John, it's all respect. We won't worry about doing any music tonight. All we're just going to do is no freeze right. And, of course, remember the rules here, of course, in a family feud edition of a trivia, of a, of a WWS trivia championship series matchup. Is that we go into it if somebody hits 200. Okay, that's the way that goes. Nice. So, so I'll just do the introductions just like before and then we'll just get right on to it. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special triple threat match, family, family feud style in the WWS Trivia Championship Series. And it is for the WCWS 24 7 Championship. Introducing first, challenger number one, hailing from Harry Arm Pittsburgh, <laughs> no, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I had to tease him all the time. He is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and of course, part of the Raw Radio broadcast team. He is the Iceman, JD, Jared D, Geronimo, Mo, 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 Larry, Curly. <laughs> Challenger number two, hailing from Front Royal, Virginia. He is, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon on TalkShoe. And also, he is, a, also he's, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the human suplex machine, John Gross. And their, thank you very much. And their opponent, hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> he is, of course, a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and a WWS Raw Radio contributor 
And of course, he is the reigning and defending WCWS 24-7 champion. He is the heartbreak kid, Fonzie. <clears throat> one eye open now. Oh, absolutely. And fine, believe it or not, I was looking up, I was checking something uh, of, of the list of the Hall of Champions, and and a very unique thing there, uh, Fonzie. Uh, you, my man, uh, right now are, let me see here, I, I was, I want, I want, I'm going, I may have to go back and read. And reset this for you because well, this is actually a very interesting occasion here, Fonz. That uh, you are oddly enough um, are holding, I do believe, if I'm if I looked at it directly, three separate versions of the United States Championship belt. You, you are currently holding the WWS United States title. You're currently holding, I do believe, the NWA US United States title, and I do believe the WWWF US United States title. All at one time, fine. So you got you got you're in the history books, man. Right, a lot of golden so you table. Everybody's got some got some pieces to go. So Fonz, you all feel very honored there indeed. And and also, of course, he holds the distinction of being one of the first the whole WCW United States title twice. He's already a two-time WCWS United States champion. So, Fonzie, you got a lot of you got a lot of distinction in the Tribute Championship Series, my man. So, y'all be very proud. Now, Fonzie, speaking of which, I'll start. I'll ask you the question here first. Of course, with you going in here as the champion, of course, I got the belt right here, Fonzie. So, gentlemen, look at the belt right here. Look at it right here. Y'all look at this. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, as the current champion, you have the luxury of doing one of two things. One, either going first or letting one of your two opponents go first. What would you like to do? Uh, let J.D. and John go first. Well, which one? You got, remember, you got two opponents. Which one of the two would you like mm-hmm. to go first? Let John go first. Okay. John, you are up first, my man. And everyone listen to the question very carefully. And remember, of course, we, we go to a hit 200 points. And the points, of course, off of the surveys, off these cards, is what, is what, we, what we use, of course, to establish, establish all the points. Okay, here we go. John and everybody, of course, top six answers on the board right here. John, name the most boring sport on TV. I will repeat it. Name the most boring sport on TV. There are six answers. John says baseball. John, number three is baseball. John is on the board with 10 points. Uh, <clears throat> so we'll go back and we'll go in this order here. Fonzie, five answers up uh, still left. Name the most boring sport on television. Golf. Fonzie, number one is golf. You've got 39. Oh, not bad, Fonzie. Good way to start that off. JD, four answers are left. Name the most boring sport on television. So far, golf I and baseball. Say, 
I will say tennis. Number two is tennis. JD, you have 14. John, you're, we go back to you. Three answers are left right here. Uh, so far, golf, tennis, and baseball have been said. Answers four, five, and six are still remaining in the most boring sport on TV. John says football. John, strike one. Football is not on the board. Fonzie, three answers left. Name the most boring sport on TV. NASCAR. Fonzie, strike one. NASCAR is not on the board. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's what they say. I'm going by what it says. Uh, JD, three answers still left. Name the most boring sport on TV. So far, golf, tennis, and baseball have been said. I'm going to take a stab at this one. I'm going to say basketball. Number four is basketball. JD, you have six points. Fonzie, uh, two more answers left. Name the most boring sport on TV. This is John, right? John, John, I'm sorry. sorry. My apologies. I've gotten used to saying you and you and JD. Sorry about that. John, two answers still left on the board. And the most boring sport on TV. John says soccer. John, number five is soccer. Six points right there. Fonzie, one more left to go, my man. Name the most boring sport on television. Remember, I do believe, uh, John, you got a strike, and Fonzie, you have a strike. So be very careful. I'm going to say bowling. Fonzie, strike two. Bowling is not on the board. JD, one more answer left. Name the most boring sport on TV. Most boring sport on television would be, however, uh, I'm going to say boxing. JD, number six is boxing. You get you get six points. So, according to the survey, golf, tennis, baseball, basketball, soccer, and boxing was was considered the six most boring sports on TV. After that round, Fonzie, you have 39 points. JD, you have, let me see, you have 26. John has 16. So, Fonzie, one score, and you're leading. So, Fonzie, you're doing 100%. Unbelievable, my man. Doing very good. Very good indeed. Okay. All right. Next one right here. Uh, let's see. Fonzie, we go to you next. <clears throat> and to start things off. Um, eight answers are on the board. Thank you that in mind. Eight answers. Fonzie, other than money. Go ahead. Huh? No, go ahead. Fonzie, okay. Fonzie, other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. Eight answers. Family. Said family? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking. Give me just a second. Let me look. Fonzie, strike one. Family's not on the board, oddly enough. 
JD, eight answers still on the board. Other than money, name something rich people have well, more of. Well, before I give you my answer, this is what I got to say about that. Uh, I'm going to say car. Car. JD, number one is cars. JD, you got 24 points. Cake. What would you, what did you play just What did you play what, just now? What, what did I play? I played this. I don't, guys, when I was reading the history a little while ago, there was a story on there apparently something about John Cena has a method for for uh, method for, for if, if a wrestler during a match gets a boner. I don't know what the heck that was all about. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, you can't see it. <laughs> okay, that's terrible. All right, John. Uh, and John, I think, already given an answer. He says a mansion. Uh, John, that's going to count here. Number two, homes or property. John, you get 19 points. All right, Fonzie, so far, cars and homes or property have been said. Six more answers left. Other than money... Name something rich people have more of than most people. What is it again? Other than money, rich people have what more money of? More of money, right? Let, let, me, let, me, let me rephrase it for you. Other than money, name something that rich people have more of than most people. Uh, or okay. I, 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 okay. Yeah, I got. Nah, give up the last two. Give me, give me three strikes. The last two strikes. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Well, Fon- Fonzie's taking his last two strikes in a very, in a very. Interesting twist. So Fonzie's going to sit out with this round. All right, JD. Six more answers left to go. Other than money, name something which people have more of than most people. Uh, cars. Automobile. You already said cars. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to say they have more clothes. Clothing. Number eight, clothes, Get three points. All right, John. So far, uh, cars, homes, or property, and clothes and/or shoes have been said. Uh, see, John, you said uh, a restaurant. Uh, John, strike one. That is not. That is not. Uh, that is not on the board. Uh, JD, cars, homes, and property, and clothes and/or shoes have been said. Uh, uh, five more answers left to go. Other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. Uh, They have more of... Is it your turn or is it John? No, this is right. It's Sean's turn. It's Sean's turn. Okay. No, he he said restaurant. I said he had a store. No, it is. Go ahead. It is. 
JD, it is your turn. Oh, it is. Okay. I'm going to say they have more of, uh, let's just say, however, let's see, they have more of, uh, uh, let's say, cars and clothes. They have more, uh, luxury items, like sailboats and yachts. Uh, yeah, I think, J.D., this is number... One. I think this is number one, through some strike one there. Uh, yachts is not there on, is not on the board. Uh, John, so far, cars, homes, or property, and clothes or shoes have been said. Uh, other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. John's going to pass, so he's going to get he's going to get he's got two strikes. Uh, <clears throat> JD, you've got two left, two strikes left, so think about it very carefully. Name, uh, other than name, other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. Jobs. You say jobs. Jobs. Uh, JD, that is strike two. That job is not on the board. John, John, uh, still five answers left. Other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. John says a pool. That's not a that's a good answer, John. But that's not on the board either. John, you have struck out. JD, you have one more opportunity. Other than money, name something rich people have more of than most people. They have more. Uh... Oh come on, I should know this. Jerry should know this. They have more uh... hobbies, interests. I'm going to, I think this, okay. I'm going to probably count this as the same. This is probably close to this. This is probably going to get number four free time. That's close. That's close enough. I'm going to give you 10 points for that, JD. Um, JD, four more answers left. You have one strike left, so be very careful about what you say. Other than money names, something rich people have more of than most people. Uh, they have a lot of anything here. They have more of, uh, just, I'm going to pass on this last one. Okay. All right. So, so good, good try. Good tries here, everyone here. Let me go ahead and give you the, you're going to go ahead and let you know what, what you did get in. Number one, cars. Number two, homes and or property. Number four, free time. And number eight, clothes and or shoes. And here are the other answers here, folks. Number three, problems and or bills. Number five, fake friends. <laughs> fake. Number six, arrogance and egos. <laughs> and number seven, Servants. Servants who know that. Servants. 
But this was a tough one there, guys, and y'all did y'all did tremendously here. Uh, let me see. Let, let's check the score here. John, you have now. I uh, see. 16. John, you have 35. JD, you have. Let's see. JD, you have 63. You still have. So, so. But Fonzie's still you're not still you're not out of it yet, but so this this hang that's hanging there. JD, you will start next on the on the next one here. Top five answers are on the board. Think about them very carefully. Name something that insects do. Five answers. Why? Name something that you say yeah, repeat that again. Fly. F L Y. Yeah. JD, JD, strike one. Fly is not on the board, oddly enough. John, five answers still there. Name something that insects do. John is thinking very, very carefully here on this. Um, John says he doesn't. John doesn't know something that insects do, so he'll take. I guess he'll take a strike one on that. Bonzi, we go back to you, sir. Five answers still there. Name something that insects do. Uh. A bite. Number one, Fonzie, bite or sting. 58 points. Excellent comeback, Fonzie. Excellent comeback. <clears throat> JD, two through five is still there. Name something that insects do. Insects, however, basically, well, you said sting or buzz, however, they can... Uh... Sting or bite, actually, sting or bite. Let's just say they, uh, uh, well, let's just say bow, chicka, bow, bow. <laughs> um, oh, you know, they're just saying they get it on. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, J this is close enough to it. JD, I'm going to give it to you. Number five, reproduce. Yeah, that, that would be about right. So. JD, you get three. You get three points there. Okay, John, uh, two, three, and four are still there. Name something that something that insects do. I know, John. They don't get a boner. Yeah, they 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 they, they, they don't pull a scene. Oh. <laughs> JD, find that story. JD, find that right, story. I will. I will. I will. I'll find it. Yeah, I'll find it. I think it's on. I think it was cage side seats where I saw that. That sounds so like yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he's got something that might kind of prevent him from doing it. I don't know. But he said during the during the matches that he would they would get a he would get a. <laughs> uh, 
that, okay. Apparently, this is a way that he's supposed to be able to prevent it from happening. John says, huh. That's why Nikki couldn't see him. Yeah, also because she was blinded by its parts. There, you remember that video you did. So, yeah. Uh, uh, John has a good answer. Hunt is not on the board, though. So, John, uh, John is strike two. Fonzie, we go back to go back to you, sir. Three answers still there so far: bite and or sting, and reproduce. It has been said, but name something else that insects do. There are still three answers left. They lay eggs. That might be the same thing as reproducing. Serious? Well, I mean, they're, they're, they're technically that's babies. I mean, that's past their babies. I mean, so. that's my Yeah, I did. I hear myself talking. Yeah. Oh no, I give up. All right, I think Fonzie, this is probably number this is number one for you, Fonzie. Okay. Yeah. Uh uh JD, this is number um let's see, you have one. I think you have one already. Yeah, he has okay. two. He has two. I do. How's the name? Well, John. John has. Two. John has two. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. JD, you got one. John, John's got two. And actually, also realize, JD, you have zero. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pay for that later. Uh, JD. Uh, three answers still left. Name something that insects do. They, uh... No. Not that. Uh-huh. They... They reproduce. They... I'm thinking it's just a second, guys. Bear with me here. Reproduce. They, uh... White and Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyway, JD, uh, that's what JD think. I'm sorry, I can't. We can't help it, man. We're big. Yeah. Hey, we're used to being silly on yep. these shows. Uh, they uh, they uh, oh, they uh, thinking here. They uh. <sighs> They, uh, well, we always said reproduce, they get busy, they, uh, they sing, they, uh, 
I'm gonna take another one on this one. I'm gonna pass on this one. I'm done. Okay, so JD, you got strike two. Uh, John, oh, so you're taking you're taking them both. Too? I'm gonna take both strikes on this one. Yeah. Okay. Our JD is taking both his strikes, so he's now out of the out of competition. Uh, John, you have one more strike. We got one. Um, you got one more strike here, and John's saying the same thing. Uh, Fonzie, three more to go. Do you want to take another opportunity at this? No. Like no. Uh, okay, no. Uh, okay. All right. Well, we get the uh, hardest. We get the hardest one. Jeez. Well, well I, I, like I said, I I'm trying to keep them in order. I can't help but which ones they have. So. But, uh, but, but great effort there, guys. Very, very good effort there indeed. At least, like I said, uh, and I'm gonna bite my tongue for saying this. Uh, Fonzie and JD, you did score. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but uh, great, great effort there, guys. Um, uh, before I read off the scores, speaking of the scores, before I read those off, I'm going to tell you the other answers. Number two, they crawl. Oh God. Number three, they poop. And number they four, JD. No, they eat. They eat. And number uh, four, JD, JD, you actually said this, but you didn't confirm it as your answer. They buzz. So, okay. So right now, as it stands, John, it, John, it still has thirty-five. JD, you have a CC3, JD, you have 66, and Fonzie, you have, you have 97, you have jumped back into the lead, my man, excellent, that's, that one right there saved you there, Fonzie, I tell you, tremendous, tremendous job, tremendous job indeed, uh, let's go ahead and go to the next one right here, uh, let's see, it is, John's turn is it to go John, John's turn. Okay. John. Yeah. Okay, John. John. Okay, yeah. Thank you very much. Five answers on the board. John, listen very carefully. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. I'll repeat the question. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. Five answers there, John. John says cops. John, number one police officer. John, you get 76 points. Oh, God. I know that I know five answers and they get and they make that one the biggest one. All right, Fonzie, still two through five there, still left. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. Lawyer. I didn't hear you. Lawyer. Lawyer. That's a good answer. 
let me see. I'm gonna hold on, hold on, hold that thought for just a second, there, Hans. I'm getting a ruling here. But since this is since they were both, I, of course, technically you could say since they're both considered in uh, uh, operate in the same facility and all, Fonzie, you're going to get this one right here, number three, a judge. So you're going to get that one. So, so not bad, Fonz. Very good. JD, three answers still left to go. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. So far, police Ambulance officer. driver. Number two, paramedics, ambulance driver. You get eight points there, <clears throat> JD. Oh, I can't write what I'm doing. All right, John, two more answers still left. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. Two more answers. I'm also working on some more on some wrestling family feud at some point too, guys. So we may get have that here soon. John says the mayor. Uh, John, that's a good answer. Uh, that is that is not on the board. I think John, that is number. That's number one for you, John. Okay, Fonzie, two more answers to go. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. Two more answers. A doctor. To the doctor. Mm -hmm. That's an excellent. That's an excellent answer, but it's not on the board. Uh, I think that's strike number one for you. Yeah. So. But that's an excellent answer. Why they don't put the good ones on here, guys? I don't know why, but they. Yeah. It's crazy. JD, two more answers still left. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. So far, police officer, paramedics, and judge have been said. Teacher. Let's see, teacher. JD, I think this is strike number two. Two. Uh, teacher is not, that's a good answer, but teacher is not up there. Uh, John, still two more answers there left, bud. In an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. Uh, John Fonz, uh, uh Fonzie technically said that when he said attorney, uh, John, that's been said already. John says the fire department. John, number four, a firefighter. You get two more points. Fonzie, there's one more answer. I think you have one strike so far, so you're in good shape there. Name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. There is one answer left. Bus driver. 
Fonzie strike two. Bus driver's not on the board, oddly. Get out of here. I tell me about it. I agree, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. I'm on your side, man. I agree with you. Uh, JD, name an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. One more answer. A pilot. I think, JD, this is number. That's number three. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. That's that's an excellent answer. So, JD is now out of this match. Out of this particular board there. John, I think you have. How many does he have left? Does he have one left? No, no, no. no, He's Um, done. Yeah, he's out. I think he's got. I he, think has I, I, he has two. So he's got. He's got one left. Then. Okay. All right, John. One more strike left there, bud. And an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket. There's one more answer. One more answer left. John says a taxi driver. I didn't know you had to. Uh, John said a taxi driver. That's a good answer, John. John, uh, I believe you have now struck out, too. Taxi driver's not on the board. Very shocking. I struck out, too. Okay, you're doing that. Okay. All right. Well, you got all but one, guys. Y'all did tremendously well in this. But y'all won't believe the last answer in this. I'm going to repeat the question here. In an occupation whose members probably never get a traffic ticket, or she did say police officer, paramedics, judge, and firefighter, the last answer, believe it or not, a funeral driver. Oh, my, oh God. my God. You so, that's so gay. Get the frick out of here. Well, How's a police officer up there? They get it when the ticket all the time. Uh, oh, believe it or not, no, no. Believe it or not, the police officer was the highest. It took the bulk of, of, the, of the points. Uh, let's, yeah. Oh, I, I, Fonzie, I agree with you. Look here. I, I'm on your side, man. I say, let's just start, we'll start here with John once again for your scores here. John, you have 113. JD, you have a seat. JD, you have 74. And Fonzie, you have. Hold on, let me see here. Bonzi, you have 99. You're not, you're still in oh, it. Oh, God. You're still, still in it. Bonzi, you're still in it. I mean, you're still in This is still be anybody's match. And JD has a very good point there. All right, let's see here. Who starts now? Bonzi, I think it's your turn to start. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Listen very carefully, Bonzi. Top six answers on the board. Name something that people swing. S-W-I-N-G. Let me repeat that. Name something that people swing. Swing? 
Yes, S W I N G. Name something that they swing. A baseball bat. Fonzie, number one is a baseball bat. You got 27 points, bro. Sure. I told you you're going to be back in this. Uh, JD, uh, two through six still available. Name something that people swing. So far, a baseball bat has been said. They swing uh, an axe. Number five is an axe. JD, you get four more points. Uh, <clears throat> John, baseball bats and axes have been said. Uh, name something that people swing. Four answers left. <laughs> John says a racket. John, strike one. Racket is not on the board. Uh, Fonzie, still four answers there. Name something people swing. People swing a sledgehammer. Another good answer, Fonzie, strike one. It is not on the board. Uh, get out of here. Oh, frick out. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you watch Family Feud, man. I mean, that's, you know what they come up with sometimes. Uh, JD, uh, so far, baseball bats and axes have been said. Four inches left. And people that people swing. Uh, I'm going to say they swing uh, with their partners. Houses. Swing their partner, does they do uh, I'm getting I'm getting a double check on something. JD, this is close enough. Okay. We're, 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 we're... <laughs> what the heck was that? Uh, J, uh, JD, we're going to give you this is close enough right here. Number six, their hips. Uh, we'll give it to you. Oh, God. God. Their... Give me a break. They swing their hips. They swing their hips. Freak out here. And they swing their big, big, big hunks of meat they call the rear ends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. John, John, baseball bats, axes, and hips have been said so far. Three more answers left. Name something that people swing. John says a hockey stick. That's a good answer, John, but that is not that is not on the board. Uh, that's strike two for John. Uh, Fonzie, still three answers left. Uh, name something that people swing. Swing your partner around and around. Don't be foolish. Don't be a clown. <laughs> swing that girl right. Swing that girl right her right to your hips and. Make sure she's not wearing any underwear. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, um, right. yeah. yeah. And you can and you can have what they call uh hoe down sex. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, we had some surprises tonight, however, mind you, however. Fandango showed up tonight. Killian Dane and Apollo Cruz all returned to NXT tonight. Oh really? Yeah. Yep. Um, actually, a, pe- a playground swing. 
Find them, we'll give that to you. Number two, people in swings. So that would, for the child, is the child is considered people. So there you go. So Fonzie, you're going to get 16 more points out of that one. So there you go. All right, JD. So far, baseball bats, people in swings, axes, and hips have been said. Two more answers left to go. They like to swing our. Oh man, let me think here. <laughs> I <laughs> like to swing. Yeah. <laughs> what do yeah. people? They like to swing their package. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. Hey, they might be up there. They might be up there at the front. That would be an X-rated version of him. That'd be that'd be <laughs> the first right exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Swing those bubbles. One, two, three. <laughs> wow. They like to, uh, yeah. what was it again? All right, one more time. The question, people. Name something that people swing. I got it, I got it. They like to swing uh, their arms and hands. Number four, arms. 15 points, J.D. And John, like I said, you've already struck out. So, uh, or has he? Has he struck out? I don't believe he has. No, he has. I think he has one more. It is ninety-one, ninety-one now, guys. Okay, he has. Okay, he has one more. He ha- Okay, if he has, so he has one more. Okay, I'm, not, I'm just going to give him one more. And we can tell you, uh, Justin Rose is your leader now at six under, ahead of Ricky Fowler after shooting at 65 today. Tiger Woods shot a 70. Jordan Speed at 72 today at Pebble at the first round of the U.S. Open. Just and, Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods has a prostitute in his golf bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, we think he has a chance, but right now, I mean, he shot a 70, but the big story was Justin Rose and Ricky Fowler today. Both shooting 65 today, however. Certainly, certainly. Uh, John's, John's answer here is golf clubs. John, number three, golf clubs. You've got it. He's, he's cleaned the board, guys. Name something people swing, baseball bats, people in swings, golf clubs, arms, axes, and their hips. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> so you've got that one there. Excellent. Go around there, guys. Excellent. Go around here, and let me see. Let me see where we stand with that here as of right now. John, let's see. Has the sixteen and thirty-five? Then six more. John has one twenty-eight. JD has. JD, you have 97. Huh. And Fonzie, you have. Fonzie, you have 142. You're back in the lead, Fonzie. 
You are back in the lead. Very, very close matches against Stone, guys. Very close. Okay. All right. <clears throat> and, uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, it is JD's turn to go first. JD. Uh, yeah. JD. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, and before we yes. go over this second, let me, uh, let me go ahead. Start us off one with seven minutes to go. We got a good game here. I'm watching it right now while we're doing this. Oh, thank you very much for keeping up with that, JD. Oh, come <laughs> on. That was a lucky bounce with the Warriors on that one. There's only a two okay. to go. Okay, here we go here, guys. Uh, JD, we start with you here. Top seven answers on the board. This survey was asked to 100 men. Keep that in mind. 100 okay. men was asked this survey. Name something you've tried to fix, but failed at doing it. I'll repeat the question. Name something you've tried to fix and failed. John, JD, you said a car. JD, number one is car. 31 points there. All right, John. He throw that one up his ass. (laughs) John, John, six more answers left to go. Name something that men have tried to fix but have failed at. They've tried to fix their condoms. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, no, okay. The question, John, is name something that men have tried to fix, F-I-X, but they have failed at it. So far, car has been said. Uh, John, can you be more specific? John says a toilet or says a toilet. John, number four, toilet or plumbing. So you get another 12 points there. All right, Fonzie, so far, a car and a toilet have been said. The toilet's in the car. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh, five answers still left. Name something you've tried that men have tried to fix but have failed at doing it. Is car and truck at the same time? I'm going to say truck. Well, truck would be the same as car. What? It's a vehicle. Yeah, but it's two different vehicles. One is a pickup, one is a regular car. So you're so you're going. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a tractor or lawnmower. You're saying lawn. You're saying lawnmower. Yeah. Fonzie, you you've never been so lucky. Number six is a lawnmower. You get four points. Uh, JD, uh, let me see here. So far, a car, a toilet, and a lawnmower have been said. JD, four answers still left. Name something men have tried to fix, but they have failed at doing it. This is going to be a stupid one, but I think this is an obvious one. Their marriage. Number two, relationship. JD, you got 16 points. He pulled that out of his ass. I thought his girlfriend could do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, no offense, JD. 
Uh, John, so far, car, relationship, toilet, and a lawnmower have been fed. Three answers still left to go. Name something that men have tried to fix but have failed at doing it. John says gutters. John, that's a good answer. Uh, uh, let me strike see strike one. Here. This is strike one. Yeah, then John, strike one on that. Gutters is not on the board. Uh, Fonzie, uh, three answers still left. Name something men tried to fix, but they have failed at doing it. I strike God. Are you sure? Yeah. You don't know any more? There's still three possible answers? No, I'm okay. So you're 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 taking the remaining you're taking the remainder of your stripes in her. Yeah. Okay. All right, Fonzie's decided to strike out of this one here, so it's still up to JD and John here. Uh, JD, I think you have no strikes. He doesn't have any. Okay, JD, you're still in the clear. So just, just, so just, just hang on to that as best you can. Three more answers still left to go. Name something men have tried to fix, but they have failed at doing. It. TV. What what did he say? Television. Number five is TV. JD, you get another eleven points. He pulled out of his ass. All right, John. Two more answers. And something men have tried to fix but have failed at doing it. Uh, John, John, um, <clears throat> uh, that has been said already. <clears throat> John says oh, tired. Um, that's it. John, that is strike uh, strike two for him, isn't it? I do believe so. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. strike two. That's it. Okay. All right. Okay, all right, uh, JD. Still, you and John in the mix here. Uh, still, let's see. Two more answers still left. Name something that men have tried to fix but have failed. There's two more answers. Ah, <laughs> uh, however, uh, like like I said, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say tell our uh they try to fix their uh oh crap. Darn it. I didn't know you could fix crap. I know. I'm, I'm t- I just can't <laughs> think you. I know. It's, this is tricky. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm worse. Oh, darn it. Uh, I still don't. That's okay. No, that was a good one. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Uh, they try to fix their uh, bike, bicycle. That's a good answer. Uh, J.D. is not on the board. Uh, you, this is strike number... Uh, two, in it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, uh, John, you have one. You have one. I think you have one more there, John. Two more answers still left on the board. Name something men tried to fix or failed to do. John says he gives up as well. Uh, JD, you have one more opportunity, I believe. Here, two more answers left. Uh, name something that men have tried to fix but have failed to do. They have failed to. Uh... They have failed to get it on. Yeah. Pretty much, uh... <laughs> You're right, and now we can tell him, dude, you're right, Fondy, I think you're right on that one, my man. I hate to say that, but you're right. I'm going to take my last strike here and give you an update. It is 104-101 Toronto with three and a half minutes to go. Oh, God. Thank you there, J.D., and J.D.'s going to take his last one right there. A good, great effort on this one here, guys. Of course, the question here, 100 men was asked, name something... They've tried to fix and failed. Number three, a VCR or a DVD player. I was just going to oh, say, v- wait, I said VCR, didn't I? No. I, I didn't say it. Okay. You said TV, but you didn't say VCR. TV, yeah, you're right. You're right, right. And the, and the other one, the roof. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Okay. Now let's go. Let's check the scores here one more time here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, t- 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 I got one forty-seven after the lawnmower. <laughs> oh, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you've been add, you've been adding up your scores. I got one forty-seven. I got the the. It was 
lawnmower was not it was worth three points, right? Four points. Four points. Okay. Yeah, one forty seven. I was okay, going in with forty three. Okay. All right, John has a save thirty thirty five. 76, 111, 2, If somebody between say who, who whose turn is it to start it? John. Is it John? Okay. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. Well, let me go ahead. Yeah, is it John? Okay, okay, all right, okay. Um, this next one right here, I'm going to say right now, if somebody comes up with the number one answer, they may end up winning the belt right here. I'm gonna give you a right now. Okay, so like I said, it just this, this right here. So after this one right here, if anyone gets the number one answer, somebody's gonna win the belt. So or it is that's it. how close it is. Or yeah, Fonzie could retain, or John and JD might walk away with it. And Fonzie, I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the of the thing. Listen very carefully. If, and I'm going to say if here, Fonzie, with respect, okay? If by any chance J.D. or John wins this belt, you automatically get a rematch against one of them. Yes. Okay? So keep that in mind, Fonzie. You're not out of the mix for that belt yet. Gentlemen, good luck. Okay, here we go. All right, John, this starts with you. Top six answers are on the board. Name and expense. In the family budget, six answers. 
Name an expense in the family budget. Halloween. <laughs> you're reading my page. You're reading the DVD sales page. Yeah, I just saw that. I just saw that. Yeah. I just no. I just I just posted. It. I just posted it. Uh, John says housing or mortgage. John, that is number two. You've got twenty-two points. Oh, Ponzi, one, three, four, five, and six is still on the board. Name an expense in the family budget. 109, 108, guys. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to say a car. Fonzie, number four is a car. Fonzie, you got four points added on. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Uh, JD, I guess I have to step away. <sighs> so far, ladies and gentlemen, I will go into you in this one. Number two, housing and or mortgage has been said. 22 points for John on that. And Fonzie said a car, number four. That was the number four answer. And Fonzie got four points out of that. So now we await JD's return. JD, are you back? I'm back. Okay, JD. Now you're up. Okay, and then we go ahead and reiterate here, JD, about what I've just said. So far, number two, housing and or mortgage has been said. 22 was points said by John. Uh, and Fonzie said car. That was number four. And John, I mean, Fonzie got four points out of this. So one, three, five, and six is still there. JD, name an expense in the family budget. Expense like uh, something you would spend on? Yeah, it's something spent for the whole family. Going out to eat. Okay, let me let me double check. Hold on, I'm checking. Stand by. Uh, it looks like I'm going to have to count it. Number one, food. JD has 58 more points added on. Guys, great match. Good uh, match tonight, you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and the new WWS 24-7 champion, the Iceman, Jared D. Carolla. Guys, great match. Yeah, guys. Both you of pulled out of your ass. Yeah, I did. You I pulled did. out of your Yes, I did. I'm not ashamed to admit that tonight. And, I will admit that. John said the same thing Fonzie just said. And John is getting off here. John, I don't want to know if you're getting off, okay? I'm <laughs> Okay. Guys, good but, match though. That was a good match tonight. John says, John says he'll be back with us for tomorrow for a bit. So, but he'll be back on here with us. Uh, uh, Fonzie, gotta ask you, my man. 
Very close one here. What's your take? He pulled out a one on his ass. And I hope Michelle beats him. Well. Well, Michelle got the winner of this. Right. Michelle got a winner of it. Right, but Fonzie, you remember that you, like I said, you automatically have a rematch for this. Yes, you do. Whenever you, you do have take a rematch plus against me. So, so. Let me know. Let me go ahead and first off, we're going to double and guys, check. Guys, we got a good one going down to the wire. 111, 110. Raptors are up one. I'm going to turn on ABC right now. I'm trying to get this on right now. Hopefully there will not be a game seven. Bonzi, your final score was 150. John's final score, we know he's already left here. Uh, uh, John's final score was see, 16, John ended up with 162. And JD had something come out of his hind end. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 213, I think. It was 9731 is 128. 128161141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141141
Well, Fonzie, uh, what is your take? What is your take on what JD just suggested? Let's do it next Tuesday night. You want you want to do it, of course, right after our talk about uh, Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, next Tuesday night on Revolution, of course, I'll oh, let you know where our where our live video feed will be from. Uh, JD, JD, and Fonzie have agreed to that. Um, oh, hold on. I'm sorry, JD. Uh, <clears throat> uh, JD will be defending the four seven championship for the fourth time against the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie, will JD be able to hold on to this belt? Or will Fonzie be able to find a way to get it back? We'll find that out Tuesday on Revolution Indeed. A great match here indeed there, gentlemen. And we, of course, hope to have, like I said, a, another good one tomorrow night. Blackwood on the show, Lynn Dodds, will be defending the NJPWS. Oh, wow. Against the Friday Night Delight, Danny from Oak Park. So it ought to be another tremendous matchup here indeed. <clears throat> so... Uh, gentlemen, anything else you wish to add before we close up shop here for the evening? Fonzie, you go first, however. I'm going to touch this play right now. Mm. No, I have nothing. Well, we just, we might be seeing a crazy ending here in the game six in the last game at the Oracle. I mean, Golden State had a chance to win it with a three hours just moments ago. They are out of timeouts, it looks like. Point nine is on the clock. It looks like right now the refs have not made the rule yet. I think it's going to be a technical foul on Golden State, it looks like. And if it is, Toronto will get a chance to pretty much shoot foul shots and could wrap this up in a very thrilling game in the last game of Golden State's 47-year arena. Howard, this might have been the last game at the Oracle House Center. And what a thriller it was tonight, Howard. In their final game, this is the case. How unless Toronto misses the foul shots here in the technical, however, they still have some life in force game seven on Thursday Sunday. But right now, it looks like Toronto is on the verge of possibly barely getting by here in game six, and could be your new NBA champions here in moments. We'll let you know before we go off the air. Okay, uh, JD, anything you wish to add? But no, good matches, you guys. I mean, it was a good match on both of you tonight. I knew you guys were coming to play tonight. I was ready to play. You guys brought it tonight. And believe me, I am not going to go quietly into the night and hide. I will defend that belt, and I will be ready for a rematch anytime, any place. You guys gave me everything you could handle tonight. Good match on both your parts tonight. And, of course, as you said, next Tuesday night on Revolution, JP will have big first his first big title defense. And... Uh, and of course, you'll choose stipulation after either Jeopardy or Family Feud format against Fonzie for the 24/7 belt. Uh, just be deciding on that and talk about that amongst yourselves. And you can let you let me know, of course, how we want to take care of that. Of course, <clears throat> coming up next week. Uh, also, I'm ladies and gentlemen, to go to the line. as JD had did mention here just a little while ago, here, folks. Uh, of course, I have a, of course, uh, a Facebook. Uh, Established a brand new Facebook page to, of course, like I said, the uh, sales here, of course, of uh, of of course, uh, uh, big name DVDs, of course, of all genres here, uh, different varieties here, of course, some in some in their original cases, some are not. All have been checked out very, very thoroughly, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that's the ball course, game. 
Toronto is your NBA champions, 112-110. And what a thriller it was tonight in the last game at the Oracle. Howard. A good effort on both teams' parts, are, But the ready, city of Toronto is ready to celebrate. Get ready, T-Town, just like St. Louis last night. First time since 93 you have something to celebrate. But good effort on both teams' parts. But it looks like, well, they haven't said it's 112-110 yet. Hold on. They did inbound the play, but they might have had one more shot, however. It's inbound, however. They might not have counted the last basket after the technical foul shot. So it's still going to be a close game, maybe. Either four-point game win by the Raptors or two by Toronto. Let's see. No, the clock, the, the buzzer went off. That's not going to That's not gonna be a good shot. Maybe. They're still looking at it now. But go on. Continue on. I'm watch the replay here. Uh, like I said, of course, we, of course, like I said, bring the bargains to you there, ladies and gentlemen. Several lists posted on there last several days of your big, some of your big name movies. Of course, even of course, just recently, of course, we have some wrestling titles listed, as well as of course some uh, 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 Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead uh, titles there as well. So if you see any of interest right there, prices of course very, very, very good indeed. As I said, of course, all personally checked by yours truly, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw. And, of course, all DVDs are in excellent condition. So, ladies and gentlemen, sure, of course, like, ready to go. Like, okay. If you'd like to join us, if you'd like to, to join, of course, join the group to see what we've got on hand. I said the group is entitled Bulldog DVD Sales. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD Sales. Look for the big DVD logo there in the banner. And like I said, be sure to check it out. Like I said, and of course, prices ranging uh, from one, two, three, even up to five dollars. There, folks, on some very interesting titles there. Indeed, all DVDs, of course, no problems with them at all whatsoever. Be sure, of course, to check all that out there. And also, as always, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to out, of course, for the avid eBay shopper in your family, or of course, if you're the avid eBay shopper in your family, be sure to check out, of course, the eBay store entitled Perpetual Uniquity. Internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual, where of course we have we have of course a bunch of belts, a bunch of a bunch of belts, a bunch of uh, items of course up for sale, including of course men's, women's, and children's clothing, as well as of course classic Hot Wheels cars, um, uh, Kiss and other rock and roll memorabilia, uh, <clears throat> of course video games, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And ladies and gentlemen, we still have, speaking of DVDs, we do have some. Of course, DVDs, Blu-rays, and also HD DVDs of some of your favorite movies, including, like I said, action, advent, action and adventure, comedy, drama. Hold on. Uh, it's not over yet. And, He's going for another uh, shot. Okay, the clock has not hit zero yet. Yeah, now, so, so. 113, 110. One more shot to do it. Okay. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, like I said, Kiss, another rock and roll memorabilia. Like I said, also... Uh, uh, video games for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and PSP, plus also DVD. And that's the game. One four one ten. Toronto is your champion. Okay. And to apologize, JD is very angry. So the last game at the Oracle, what a thriller it was, and a good run by the Warriors, but the Warriors dynasty is over. And I'm so sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. JD just can't help himself, and all that he has is so. Anyway. <clears throat> but, uh, of course, DVDs, Blu-rays, and HD DVDs, of course, of a lot of your favorite movies, of course, everything, action, action and adventure, uh, drama, comedy, animated, 
TV, uh, some TV series on DVD, uh, wrestling items on DVDs, even horror movies on, and other horror stuff on DVD, uh, all different genres. Be sure to check all that out here as well. Like I said, Perpetual Uniquity, new items being added on each and every day, www.ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. That's P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. And, and there's also a link on the WWS Revolution Radio Facebook page if you care to check all that out there as well. Uh, but be sure to check it out. As always, Perpetual Uniquity, it is internet retail for the internally distinctive individual. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I also wanted to make, I had to make a small note that unfortunately sometime during the show, we don't know when this happened, we unfortunately lost our live video feed from NWO US. We're not sure what happened, but hopefully we did get a good amount of that in. But I do, however, did notice that we had a great, good amount of folks join us for our live video feed tonight, including Mr. Uh, uh, Hayden O'Neill, Mr. Patrick Fuller Jr., Mr. Nick Reagan, Mr. Matt Han Wells, Mr. Lewis Ortiz, our own Captain Dave Spieler, of course, the GM of Heaven Wrestling Federation and his own, of course, podcast. Also, and also Mr. Matthew David Buck. Uh, so be sure to join, uh, be thankful for joining us for our live video feed here tonight. Of course, JD has a couple of quick things to say about, of course, our good friend Captain Dave. If you want, to yes, play. check out the Heaven Wrestling Federation page and definitely check out the Captain Corners podcast for sure. However, very much. On that note, here, folks, I do want to thank the Iceman Jared Girolamo. The human suplex machine, John Gross, and the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, as well as our guests in NWO US here tonight. For episode 207 of NWO Wolfpack, of course, excellent matchup once again, ladies and gentlemen, and a thrilling upset here in our triple threat match for the WWS 24 7 championship. The Iceman, Jared D. Girolamo, with a score of 213, uh, gets by John with a score of 162, and Fonzie with a score of 150 to pick up the WWS 24 7 title. Fonzie has earned himself another championship opportunity, which that match will take place next Tuesday night, of course, on Revolution. Of course, ML, MLD will have the first opportunity to go after now JD for that belt when that will take place. Maybe it might be this weekend. You never know, but we'll let you know. But also remember, tomorrow night on Revolution, 138055-pound, our live video feed will be from Impact US, Six-Sided Madness, News and Views, History and Birthdays, we also hope to hear from the Black Widow and also the Friday Night Delight at Annie from Oak Park as they get their take, of course, from everything going on in wrestling this week, including Raw, SmackDown, and also their thoughts about last Friday's Super Showdown event. <clears throat> uh, and also, of course, their NJPWUS Bullet Club Championship matchup here as well will be taking place here as well. So be sure to listen in on that indeed. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back on with Revolution tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Call ID 138-055-POUND. So be sure to listen in on that. <clears throat> Wolfpack episode 207 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We will definitely see you in the ring. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoot.com. God bless everyone. We'll talk at you tomorrow night, of course, on Revolution and also this weekend. Be sure to listen in for all that. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, since 2015, your source for wrestling, wrestling news, pop culture news, and everything in between. 
This is, in fact, the WCWS Radio Network. And now here's the Iceman with tonight's closing theme. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.